This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for, and done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switch to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors were robbed, robbed of their 11-game win streak by losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, on Sunday afternoon at their Canada Center by a score of 132 to 125. That is a regulation score, not an overtime score, which is um, kind of incredible. And uh, this was a very controversial game. Uh, this is a very, well, first off, it was actually a very entertaining game. Um, just bo- a case of two very hot teams um, that were both on their A game. The Thunder had won 11 of 14 coming into the game. The Raptors had won what was that stat, like 17 of 18 or 18 of 19, something crazy. And, um, you know, both teams were ready to play offensively. Uh, the execution on both sides was crisp, uh, you know, big players making big shots, um, pretty much all that you could ask for in a game like this. Uh, and a really a rare Sunday game where everyone is prepared to play. But um, this game was ultimately mired by controversy because of the way it finished and because of the reaction it drew from the players and also just the overwhelming reaction from the, um, you know, Raptors fan base on Twitter. So I'll start at the end uh, and then I'll work my way back throughout the game. Basically, the last couple of minutes of this game, pretty much the last like quarter of the game was a two possession game, sort of give and take um, the Raptors. And the Thunder, neither team going up more than four points, um, you know, trading baskets. On one end, it was Russell Westbrook for the Thunder, who had 17 points in the fourth quarter uh, as part of a 37-point, 13-rebound, 14-assist uh, performance on 15-22 to 22 shooting from the field. He hit a three in the fourth quarter. That was a big shot. Uh, multiple jumpers where he was, you know, banking it off glass, um, driving to the rim against um, the Raptors. The Raptors just could not stop him all night. And in, in the fourth quarter, it really, it was um, 
honestly, it was a very impressive showing from Russell Westbrook. Probably his best of the game. Sorry, that's my cat. But so you had that going on one end. On the other end, the Raptors, um, Kyle Lowry was, you know, got it going early on. Uh, hit a three later in the fourth quarter as well. But he ends up fouling out uh, with like three minutes left in the game, which is strange. Kyle Lowry is not really a guy that is prone to that kind of, um, you know, He's not a guy that fouls out a lot, right? But that kind of just spoke to the sort of the way this game was officiated, where, you know, a lot of controversial decisions. At one point, it was called very tightly. At one point, it was called very loosely. And sort of players didn't really understand what they were supposed to do from possession to possession based on what the referee would allow, what what constitute a continuation, what would constitute as and one, uh, what, were, what was a foul, what wasn't a foul, what was flop. I mean, like, it was a frustrating night for the officials, for sure. And it was definitely a frustrating night for the players because, like, they just didn't know what to do. And so there's all this frustration mounting. And, you know, while this is all happening, there's also a, a fantastic game going on. DeMar Rosen closing out the game was really good. Um, hitting some threes, um, distributing uh, to DeLon Wright for a cut. CJ Miles hitting a corner three. CJ Miles dunking on Patrick Patterson, which was very satisfying. Um, and you know, just, uh, I mean, it was just a great game that broke out, but it came down to the last couple possessions with like 20 seconds left. DeMar DeRozan drives to the rim down to going one-on-one against Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer had flopped a couple times, more than a couple times leading up to that play. Um, that play, he gets beat by DeRozan on a straight line drive. Brewer wraps up DeRozan and kind of like puts both arms on him while reaching for the ball. And he definitely fouls DeMar, um, but somehow the baseline official that's sitting right there watching the play happen doesn't see it and somehow swallows the whistle. Um, DeMar gets extremely frustrated. He throws an air punch that nearly connects with Mark Davis. He doesn't really want to punch Mark Davis. Obviously, it's more of like frustration, like, you know, fist um, jab, but... You know, a, a sick part of me really did want to see him connect just to see what it would have been like because, you know, that was a very crucial missed call that could have tied the game, could have changed the outcome of the game. Instead, no call, the Thunder go the other way, Westbrook scores. Pretty much at that point, it's over. Um, and, you know, you could point to multiple missed calls down the stretch. Again, there's a difference between, like, what's a missed call and what's a call that's just a bad call, right? Um and the distinction there really is if you look at how Kyle Lowry fouled out his sixth foul of the game and pretty much his fourth and fifth foul of the game, they were all very, very light calls. Um, you know, the sixth foul in particular, he's setting a screen where, you know, his <clears throat> uh, notoriously rotund behind is uh, clipping the player that he's screening. And, you know, that's that. if you're going to call that kind of stuff, then you have to call it when Carmelo Anthony is, like, yanking Pascal Siakam's jersey, pulling him, like, hugging him so that he can't get the ball, can't come to receive the ball on an inbound play. And it turns it leads to a turnover. And that's ultimately what, you know, leads DeRozan to get his two technicals. He's ejected from the game. Serge Ibaka ejected shortly thereafter. And then at that point, it was just crazy. I mean, Mark Davis kind of went on a power trip there, ejecting the two of them. Of course, the game was also over, and they were complaining a lot. So, you know, it's it's it, it makes sense. But I mean, at the same time, like it was just kind of a power trip, man. It was kind of an ump show, really. Like that that's the ultimate conversation that came out of this game. Not that it was Russell Westbrook having a phenomenal MVP type performance. Not that Stephen Adams cooked all the Raptors big men. I mean, the Raptors big men looked horrible, but you know, 
And it wasn't even DeRozan and Lowry making plays. It wasn't that uh, DeLon Wright had a great game. It wasn't any of those things. It wasn't that Siakam was 5 of 5 from the field, including a great dunk in the fourth quarter. It was that the referees kind of stole the show. And that was the conversation after the game. That was, um, you know, the talking point with Dwayne Casey's uh, presser saying, you know, he's got a, the ref, he, all he wants is fairness. The Raptors are the first seed in the East. We should get that kind of respect. DeMar DeRozan went a step further saying he was, you know, uh, Corey Brewer slapped the shit out of him. That's a real quote. Uh, and that he was fouled, and, you know, he's going to get a fine there. Wouldn't be the first time DeMar has gotten a fine for talking about the officials this year. But, you know, honestly, I'm of two minds on that. One, I'm happy DeMar called it out because, like, some of these calls, like, it's just you can't have a game like this and have the calls be made and just say, you know what, don't react, don't say anything, because that's ridiculous, man. These players are very passionate. It's a very competitive game, a very good game. I don't know how you can not say anything there, right? Like, you have to. If you just as a competitor, you have to say something. And DeMar did say something, and he got tossed. And it was after the game. Whatever. Like, the game was already pretty much decided at that point. So, I don't really mind that. Um, and you know what? Continuing to say it after the press and whatever. Like, sometimes you got to work the press to get some calls. You really do. And sometimes you just got to, you know, speak the truth about something that you know is true. And DeMar definitely got fouled, and he, you know, said it as much. And, you know, Dwayne Casey, as a coach, half your job is to, you know, work the refs and get calls. I mean, that's a big part of what makes a good coach a good coach. You look at Greg Popovich, you look at whatever, like, everyone does this. It's not like a Raptor-specific thing. What is a Raptor-specific thing, though, is that, you know, this idea that, like, everyone is out to get them. There's some there's some grand conspiracy against the Raptors, whether it's because they don't draw ratings or because they're Canadian or because they want they don't have this type of stars or whatever. Um, there's always that conversation that happens, and usually that's where these things, you know, um, blend into. And it's, it's kind of unclear as to, like, you know, where is, like, an appropriate amount of outrage. I'm not really here to say what is outrage for fans because that's crazy man fans are fans fans is short for fanatic and like you know people are gonna feel things about the game again just like the competition thing if you're if you're a fan you care about your team and you know you care about things that you care about the fact that you care is what fan what makes fandom but i mean at the same time these conspiracy theories i just don't know how much water they hold it just ultimately i'll just say this much like whether we feel it's true or not whether whichever stance you stand on it and for me personally i don't think there's some sort of conspiracy but like it's just a bad luck man it is and and, and, and honestly i'm a little bit disappointed that you know jack on the broadcast kind of fed into it talking about you know sort of the differences and calls there's like one thing to say like all right there's a bias because you know this guy's a star this guy's a reputation like james harden or whatever it's another thing to say, like, because they're Canadian, they don't get calls. Like, that's, to me, personally, I think that's a bit absurd. But ultimately, that's the conversation we're having today is how, you know, how how are the Raptors officiated? And, you know, obviously there's, obviously, there's a lot of missed calls or whatever, right? And if you really want to extend it further, you know, the Raptors' last two losses, which over a span of, like, you know, 20 games, have been controversial no calls. Like, the DeMar no call on Corey Brewer could have changed this game. And the no-call on Jonas Valanciunas going to the rim in the Milwaukee game when they lost in overtime, that could have changed that game. In fact, that one would have definitively changed that game. JV would have made that free throw. It's over. Um, but, you know, 
if that like it's just I'm of the belief that everything kind of evens out in the end or even if you're shorted you're shorted a couple calls but it's not like the past doesn't necessarily reflect the future in terms of the degrees there but it's just it's kind of disappointing that the game the conversation about the game is what it is which is about the officiating and um you know it, honestly this is the reputation Raptors fans have and I'm not saying that that's not fair or sorry I'm not saying that's fair because like look Raptors fans have been screwed a lot by bad calls like come on man you just go over the years remember that Terrence Ross against like Sacramento thing like some of these things are just so like absurd really <laughs> with how they've been called that it's hard not to draw a you know a pattern with everything but I mean personally I don't think there's a conspiracy personally I thought this was just a great game that you know came down to the last possession it's a one possession game uh, and the Raptors, you know, ultimately, um, you know, couldn't deliver on that possession because of a missed call. But at the same time, you could look at OKC and give them some credit. 132 points is not just from free throws. It's from, like, Westbrook and Steven Adams playing a phenomenal 1-5 pick and roll, which the Raptors had no solutions for. Um, I will give the Raptors big some slack because it has been, like, seven games and 12 nights. And everyone is exhausted. You could tell everyone's exhausted. This is an early game, too. But... JV's positioning in the pick and roll was just disgusting. Like, just, um, I'm, I've, I've given JV a lot of rope because he deserves a lot of rope. Like, he's played phenomenal pretty much from December onwards. Um, but, like, his lack of positioning and awareness in pick and roll was really exposed today. He kind of got torched. Stephen Adams is getting layups. And then, usually, Portal is very solid in this regard, but he let, you know, Adams cut by him for like three four layups like it's one thing if you know steven adams is out, out muscling portal because like portal looks like he's half the size of steven adams it's another thing when steven adams is just running to the rim and portal is somehow not aware that he has to cover his man that's very out of character for portal it's not necessarily out of character for valentunas because you know that's how it is but with valentunas i'm more dis- disappointed that he only had two rebounds um the whole game in 22 minutes like the the if if jv can't defend pick and roll i understand that's part of his limitations, but at least he can rebound, and today he wasn't even rebounding, um, and the Raptors got, you know, killed 14 offensive rebounds for the Thunder, um, but, you know, like, that was sort of the main basketball point of this game, was that the Thunder ran pick and roll like crazy, the Raptors could not defend it whatsoever, and they lost, and, you know, that kind of spoiled a great performance on Kyle Lowry, in which he was hot from deep, he had 22 points, 4 rebounds, 10 assists, um, I'm giving him the first star. I thought he was, like, just the one that kept the Raptors in this game. He really came up and showed um, that, you know, he was willing to take all these shots, and he didn't shrink from the moment whatsoever. He was very eager to guard Westbrook. Of course, wasn't very effective, but that says more about Westbrook's ability than Kyle Lowry's um, competitiveness. DeMar, I thought, you know, had a slow start, but really got it going later in the game. 24 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds. 8 of 18 shooting with 3 threes. Um, you know, he had a good game, I thought, personally. Although he was a minus 21. But I think that, again, speaks to the fact that he was on the floor a lot with Russell Westbrook. Um, you could, He could certainly make a case for a star. You could make a case for a star for C.J. Miles, who, you know, supplied some consistent bench scoring. And also played a lot of minutes with DeRozan for once, which is, you know, you would like to see more of because it's just a natural fit although defensively cj miles presents so many problems that like you know you really have to 
you know, scheme around that. DeLon Wright had a great performance. He looked like a young Penny Hardaway out there today, and I'm not saying that lightly. 15 points in 31 minutes, 6 of 8 shooting from the field, hit a 3, 2 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, coming off the bench. Phenomenal drives to the rim, covering up for Fred Van Vliet, who had a hand bruise, so he didn't play. DeLon Wright stepped up. He performed amazing. Siakam, you know, 10 points, 2 rebounds, great off the bench. Bebe had a phenomenal 6 minute stretch in which the Raptors were plus 15 and he had two dunks um so there's a lot of good things that happened in this game but unfortunately like even OG Ananobi had a great he had a weird start where he kept slipping on the floor for no reason but you know he hit a three um he did a gorgeous euro step um move along the baseline in the third quarter there was a lot of good things that happened in this game but unfortunately the conversation um from this game is going to focus on the officiating and whether or not there's this conspiracy and you know ultimately I'm of the mind that if the Raptors just took care of their business and took care of enough of their margins they would have won this game having said that I'm not saying it's fair that there was a no call on DeMar DeRozan um, drops the rim he definitely got fouled but I think both truths can happen here, right? Like, we could be upset about the officiating, but also acknowledge that the Raptors defensively were not up to snuff. And, you know, beyond that, yeah, the Raptors' defense probably wasn't up to snuff because the Thunder are, you know, A, a great, a really, really great um, team to match up against the Raptors. Also, B, the, the Thunder also were just, like, hitting some crazy shots. Carmelo Anthony was stupid hot on very contested jumpers. Corey Brewer was actually very effective um, beyond flopping. Um and, you know, the Raptors defensively you know, were overreacting to Patrick Patterson <laughs> defensively, which, you know, come on, man. You, we know what Pat, Pat, Patrick Patterson is going to do. We know he's going to miss shots. Why are you doubling him? Why are you closing out hard on him? Um, but, like, yeah, I think the defensively, that's where the Raptors, mostly that's where the Raptors lost this game. And, again, I'm not saying that that's fair that the Raptors didn't get that call in the end, but I think that's, in terms of effect on the game, that one had a bigger effect Overall, the fact that the Raptors couldn't defend one of the free throws. So, I don't know. It's a frustrating game, but ultimately, I'm not that worried if I'm a Raptors fan. I kind of like that everyone got their blood flowing for this game. Um, you know, everyone stepped up. Everyone was competitive. Um, I like that the approach the Raptors took. I like that the bench was very effective again. I like that OKC had to extend the minutes of their starters so long to match the bench. Like, pretty much, they played the entirety of the first quarter the entirety of the third quarter and a lot of the fourth quarter. And that might speak to the fact that OKC's bench is really trash, but it also speaks to the respect that the Raptors' bench are getting. Um, but, um, yeah, we're here talking about officiating again. So, it, it sucks. It sucks. I, I really wish the Raptors didn't get screwed on the, by the refs, but it is what it is. In terms of your three stars, giving it to Kyle, number one. Just had, I thought, the best player for the Raptors, 22 points, 10 assists, um, 7 to 10 shooting, 5 threes. It's too bad that he fouled out. Shouldn't have fouled out because those calls were really, really poor. But, again, we're here talking about officiating. Um, DeMar, shout to DeMar, man. For the fact that he was willing to give Mark Davis that much slander and that much, like, just just calling him out so many times. Like, I res- respect to you, DeMar. You got the second star. And then DeLon Wright gets my third star. DeLon, I thought, was... Uh, was very, very good off the bench and uh, looked impressive. Of course, he couldn't stop Russell Westbrook, but it is what it is. And in terms of your Gerald Henderson Award, you got to give that to Corey Brewer. Um, It's unfortunate. I thought he kind of cheated his way in there, but that's Corey Brewer. He creates randomness. He creates scenarios where 
he lets you fail or he fails spectacularly you know what i mean and he's just a gambler and sometimes the gambles really work out and i you know okc has really really um benefited from brewer this season because you know he's filled in great for roberson he's the, the thunder are actually six and oh since brewer went into the starting lineup and you know part of that is him hitting a lot of shots part of that is also just him frustrating the hell out of people and like i'm surprised that demar didn't deck mark davis and i'm a little bit surprised he didn't deck Corey brewer man because like man Corey brewer was pulling some shit out there but uh, it worked out for the thunder so Corey brewer gets it anyway it does it for the reaction pod there's going to be a raptors weekly podcast i'm recording soon and i have joe wolf on on for that one he was at this game uh, i'm going to get his thoughts on sort of the atmosphere of this game and also sort of you know as the raptors round into the playoffs what uh, we have to look for but uh, uh as for now thank you for listening thank you to all the patreon uh, supporters out there uh it's seriously it's been uh it's it's really encouraging there's a couple of new ones rolling in too i thought i had gotten everybody but uh there's more uh, of, of course if you know if you want to support the patreon there's a link in every podcast shell uh if you want to if you don't it's totally cool um but uh yeah that and also come out to hoop talks man uh, march 28th it's at rivoli uh 7 p.m i think it's a fun time come out you know gripe about the officials with fellow raptors fans you know irl it's it's gonna be a good time anyway thank you to everyone for listening and uh we'll be back on tuesday after the magic game support for this episode is brought to you by mrs myers a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day at mrs myers everything we make is inspired by the garden with plant-derived ingredients our cleaning products work like the dickens leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com.